Welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. We're back, baby. For our first episode of 2020, we had to switch things up a little bit due to a recent snowstorm. It was a little weird not being together while recording, but we just could not wait any longer to get back in business. In this episode, we recapped what happened over our month-long break. Lindsay ended up just basically PMSing for the whole month of December, and then I went and had a little bit of an existential crisis. Huh. Well, towards the end, we leaked some news of what's to come this year for Momgasm, and oh mama, let me just tell you, it is bigger and better. So stay tuned, turn it up, and enjoy. Fucking right. <clears throat> I still have like my weird hair today from like wearing a hat. I'm realizing now it's like this, yeah. It's also like unbelievably long right now. Holy shit, is ever getting long. I know. I need a haircut ASAP. I was just going to say, you're going to let it grow out. You're going to no. cut it. No, I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it all off. Like, are you going to do a shave bit or are you just going to? Um, it's it's funny. I was actually talking about this like yesterday or the day before. Whenever Fallon had swimming, I was talking about this with a friend who randomly showed up at swimming class and she had the side shave. And I was like, oh, I miss it. <laughs> I have so many moments where I miss it. But then... I remember how fucking long it took to grow it out. Right? Like, it's a pain in the ass. Oh, my God. Like, if you commit, yeah, if you commit to the, to the shave bit, you, you commit all the way, or then you have to go through horrible growing out process. Right? Which, which, like, which often in the growing out process, you, like, will end up getting to the breaking point where you shave it all again. Yeah. yeah. Which I did at least, like, three or four times. <laughs> yeah that's like there's been so many times where I thought that I want to grow out my pixie and like maybe make it a bit longer but like the growing out process of the oh, back yeah. is just disgusting oh it's painful so I think it's just like I'm permanently gonna have a pixie forever and it's, it's one of those things where it's it's there's nothing you can do about it like when you have longer hair in the in-between phases like if you get a bad haircut or something happens you can either go shorter to fix it exactly or you can just throw it up and you're like, I guess I'm going to wear my hair up for the next three months. And it's not a big fucking deal because mom buns are cute now. And I'm like, (laughs) not even, not even the option when your hair is short and you're trying to get it to ponytail length. Right. So yeah, like you, you had your hair long for so long and now you have it short and you're, you're liking the short are you? I am liking the short. I am liking the short. I find like, there is, it's funny, it's funny, because I'm going to say this and it's going to sound ridiculous, but I'm okay with that. Uh, there's like something about the long hair being like this youthfulness of like where I was. And like, mm. I was like, no, like I'm really attached to this idea of beauty that like I have to have this long flowing hair. Mm. Um, and then I at that time I had this like really weird, like, no short hair is for like the moms who've given up on life, which is total fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, just, just total bullshit. But it's because I grew up with a mom who had really short hair. <laughs> so 
sorry, mom, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> because of that, I was so fucking resistant to ever cutting my hair short. Yeah. I had this, especially because I look so much like my mom, um, that I was like, no, like I can't, I can't do it because I, I a, can't, can't be beautiful and sexy without my long flowing hair. And right. You no, know, but now that I've like entered this new phase of life and like, fuck that. I'm like, short hair can be sexy as fuck and I'm rocking it and yep. I can have short hair and not be my mom. <laughs> yep. So, but there is totally like when I when I did the pixie cut, um, I wanted to cut it really really short for a really long time, but I didn't think it would look good. And but there was I do understand why it gets the mom uh, rep because when you have long fucking hair with kids, they're just constantly pulling on it and so or like putting things in it. Yeah. So for the first like first year of I think yeah it was probably yeah, for the first year of Henry's life I had long hair and I was so just over it and I would wear it up every single day and I'm like if this is what I look like every single day then cutting my hair into a pixie cut is no different like yeah. I'm not wearing my hair down I'm wearing it up all the time so just cut it the fuck off yeah but yeah I totally get why moms do it and why it, like right you know, it gets that association. Right. Well, it's so. also, I, I feel like for a lot of women that are transitioning into motherhood for the first time, when they're hit with the postpartum hair loss, it's like, well, what, yeah. do, I, what do I, what options do I have? Yeah. My hair doesn't feel like my hair anymore. And so when I had Alexis and that happened, I was still so resistant to the idea of cutting my hair, especially now that I was a mom. I was like, oh no, it's coming to fruition. Yeah, right. I instead <laughs> dyed my hair and did the side shave. So I like dyed my hair first and then I did the side shave. So I had like pink, I had mermaid on the hat, like bottom half of my hair for a while. And then I had hot pink for like a year and a half. And then finally I got- I don't remember the hot pink. Oh, man, the hot pink happened. It was like a good- year or more that I had like hot pink did you have purple at some point uh it was like a it was like a fuchsia-y pink the hot pink yeah it was like a fuchsia okay so that's what I'm remembering yeah I remember I totally remember that I don't remember rainbow hair at all rainbow hair didn't last long it did not it did not take (laughs) yeah I mean any sort of like bold color just doesn't last for very long which is so sad because I love colorful hair Right. And I would I would have my hair pink all the time if the upkeep wasn't horrendous. I feel like if your hair is already light, it's not that bad. Oh, it's definitely probably my upkeep is was probably not as bad as your upkeep if you tried <laughs> to keep it up, right? With you with dark hair. I would have no hair left. It would be exactly. in like a year. Like, yeah. So, but it's, there still is. And then like when it gets to that point, so thankfully that whole trend of um, like really pale pinks and stuff like that was yeah. in around the time that I had hot pink. And so as it was like fading out, I was like, okay, it's still good. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> and then I got to a point where I was like, oh, it just looks like dirty dishwasher pink hair. Like, <laughs> See, I have the problem where my... Anytime my hair is bleached, it always looks brassy. Like it's that really right. gross, kind of caramelly, weird, brassy yeah. orange color. So it's like when it starts, any color that I have on my hair starts to fade. It's like, oh, it's not cute anymore. That's <laughs> <laughs> not cute. You better cover that shit up real quick. <laughs> cover that shit up. <laughs> so when I'm like 
grabbing all of the manic panic I can find off the shopper's <laughs> shelf, being like, yeah. help me, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a super year of my life. Oh, fuck. I'm dyeing my hair with, like, a fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, shit, I man. I still remember the point, there, there was a point where, like, my, it, actually, it's entirely possible that it still is, where, like, all of the promo pictures on my website were me with the pink hair. It's like, oh, oh, gosh, bro, I should update that shit. <laughs> fuck man personal websites like i have one and i have not touched that thing in years in at least a year and a half <laughs> yeah like all the shit on there is so outdated i'm just like i should just like take it off and there's some days where i'm like no i'm gonna be productive and like totally update it and like make it look amazing and yeah and just has not happened yeah i rewrote it i i think i rewrote it maybe a year and a half ago and I was like all proud of myself. And it was like the mom was like, this is the moment where I use my website again. No, I, no. I think I shared it twice after <laughs> that. And then I was like, well, and there she goes. <laughs> Do you remember those websites in high school? They were Pixel? called like Pixel? Oh, yes! Fuck yes, I do. Yes! <laughs> I was like, you don't even need to finish that sentence. Mine was a... Uh, at broken dreams but all these were threes and oh my god oh my all god about my feelings <laughs> i don't remember what my fucking name was at all but then there was also the the um because there was the pixo sites where like i think i was in grade five or six when those came out mm-hmm. and it was just like let's slap some really terrible jpeg pictures yeah. Up with this like beast of a digital camera that I have that has like two megapixels <laughs> <laughs> from the Sears catalog yes. <laughs> that I circled for Christmas from Santa. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Sears Wish catalog. Fucking yes. love that thing. <laughs> it's like, I feel like we're probably relating to so many people's childhood growing up. Unless it's just a fucking East Coast thing. I don't know. I don't know. That was like a Christmas fucking tradition for us. It was. Like, every time you got that in the mail, it was a big fucking deal. Christmas is coming! Yes! <laughs> I wish they still did those, to be honest. Like, if I still got in the mail, I'd still be just as stoked to go through that and circle stuff. I would also, because, like, they had the most random shit in there. They really did. Like, it was... I... I wish I could find one. Like, if anybody has an old ass, like, Sears wish book, <laughs> send it to us. I will send you my mailing address and you can send it. Because yes. I, I would like to have that in my hands and just like, go through it for the nostalgia factor and to like remember all of the weird shit that we had in like the 90s and early 2000s. Right? Man, I wonder if there are people out there who have like collected the ones over the years. There's got to be a, someone in the world who's collected them. Or like, th- I, I feel like it's one of those things that would easily end up under a coffee table for a million years and like forget that it exists. There you go. And then when you clean out your house to move or... Right? Right? Like you find it. So if you find Doing it, like a quick search on Google to see if like anyone <laughs> has one. That's taking too much time. But yeah, there was like the Pixo. So there was the Pixo sites, which like were ridiculous. And then it moved into the like 
the uh, blogging, the early blogging days and like the live journal. Do you remember live journal? Yes. Oh, Mm. somewhere on the internet for a very long time. There was a lot of my feelings, my very feelings in the form of poems. (laughs) So wait, you never took that site down? No, no. So you could definitely still find that. I don't think LiveJournal exists anymore. So I looked a few years ago and I think I remember Mm. that LiveJournal was like dead. Mm. Uh, WordPress just right yeah wordpress took over um but yeah it's really funny it's so funny to think about like where websites started and like the weird shit that that we were putting on the internet at one point to uh to now the website that i haven't touched in fuck i remember like i had so i had the pixo and then i had in my early 20s i had an anonymous like a feminist manifesto WordPress website that I would, you know, do blog posts on. And I did that for quite a while. And, but I like, I didn't tell any, I think I told like some of my closest friends that I had this, this blog and they're like, oh yeah, cool, Sarah. Wow. Right on. And I'm like, I don't know why I thought that they would be really interested in my little secret feminist blog. Like, I don't know why I made it a secret to begin with. Did you have any like readers that were not? I totally did. Really? Um, I had some readers. I remember like people would comment and stuff. Um, yeah, like I remember talking about like free bleeding. Fuck, like I would talk about just like all kinds of stuff that I was learning about at that time. But I don't know why I didn't like make it public. Like what was what was I writing that I didn't want my friends and family to know about? Like some of it was a little like deep and personal, but I guess back then I wasn't as open as I am now. So like well now you're just talking about it. So it's this is now an upgrade. Right. Now I'm just talking about everything and anything weekly and <laughs> on stage and with dildos. So like, <laughs> why not, right? Life is staged. Fuck. So we're we're uh, we're we're doing a little uh, recording party situation. Which slash, slash uh, not because we're supposed to be sitting across the table from each other, but uh, good old Winter had other plans. Yep. Good old fucking Jack Frost. Are your roads plowed, by the way? Yeah, bitch. I live like so close in the city. Of course they are. Wow. We get plowed so much. We are snowed in. And like, we're not not even like that. Like, we are super close to Portland and Main Street here in Dartmouth. Mm. And we are still very much so snowed in. in We're like, I think, I think we luck out where we're so close to like the main traffic way for like rush hour yeah. and stuff that they always do our road as well as like a backup option for people I think to just help clear space this is me totally talking out my asshole but that's my <laughs> rationale it's my reasoning behind it this is the story that I've created for <laughs> why our roads get plowed so frequently right. um and it seems logical it seems to make yeah. sense but yeah, that makes sense. yeah so we like Jeff um went to pick up pizza for supper because there's pizza shops open (laughs) yeah yeah there is what we had salads for dinner it was delightful what yeah dartmouth Dartmouth. come on man come on um did you guys go out in the snow at all today 
just in the backyard just earlier today oliver took them out as i i made cookies i made a curtain for our bathroom Oh, oh, even though I woke up with PMS today, I was like, I'm not going to let this ruin today. Me too. Yeah. I saw your stories. Weeping. I was like, oh my, I'm upset about all the things. And then my like app went off and it's like, oh, you're going to bleed like tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, suddenly everything (laughs) makes sense to me again. Yeah. I'm going to start bleeding. Like I think this weekend is when I'm supposed to. Yeah. So yeah, PMS was real today. I was not in a good mood this morning at I, all. It's it's really funny because I was also a crabby sack of dicks slash like just sad, just mm-hmm. sad, frustrated, stressed. Um, and then the moment that I like it chimed in that I was like, oh, my period is coming. I was like, oh, it's great. This is just like clarity this is just me getting to the bottom of like what I'm feeling all of the time that I don't give attention to it's lovely and then I was like let's go on a walk in the snow (laughs) and we like bundled up and we went and walked to our favorite coffee shop but we like we played in the snow the entire way there like we were throwing snowballs and Alexis was doing snow angels and it was just like shenanigans and it was super fun and then I came home to Zoe having shit on the floor, eating it and vomited it everywhere again. Uh, and then she ran out of the house and ran away. So I had to chase her in full snow gear down the street. Oh man, it was just not cute. And then I got back in and I ate a cannabis cookie. So I was like, the joy is done. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to uh, chill because I, I uh, felt like I might uh, die. After Why I- the fuck did Zoe do that again? I mean, obviously it's a dog and she just will do that, but fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I think I, she sometimes gets really excited when there's snow. Like, oh, it's really, it's cute, but also it's, it's, she's kind of like a four-year-old. Like when they're really excited, they just don't hear you. You yeah. don't exist. So yeah, it was not great. There was also like, we have a whole bunch of construction sites and a few, um, like construction site offices where we are. And so I was running down the street, chasing, screaming after my dog. And there was these two guys from one of the construction sites just standing outside and commentating on the process of me trying to catch my dog instead of like offering to maybe help. Wow. Yeah. So I came home and I was like, well, I'm in a really shitty mood. I think I just destroyed my neck running down the street and I can't breathe. So, <sighs> babe, is it okay if I like go chill for a bit? And he's like, yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> so oh my God. I, spent, I spent most of the afternoon chilling, chilling with the, the kitten. Oh, Jasper. Sorry, I woke you. He's like, oh. fine, I'm just going to fall back asleep. Look at his little face. Little kitty face and his little hands, his hand paws, the hand thumbs, paws. The oh thumb. my god! <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Oh man, I can't wait to hug him. Are you gonna meow at me? Oh, your tongue is stuck out. Yes. So yeah, I'm coming over this weekend. Yes. Definitely, absolutely, so that we can, we can continue. Continue, but yes. I'm. I did want to have a recap of what, I mean, I, I don't know how long we've been recording now, 
But I kind of wanted to do a recap of just like what's been going on for the month of December because we didn't really get to see much of each other in December with the holidays. And December was a fucking shit show. It was just, it was, it was a shit show for numerous amounts of reasons for myself. Absolutely. With the, with my vertigo coming back. Mm. That's been just hella great. Just real good time with that. Love vertigo. Love getting best. busy. Best. Absolute best. Fucking riot. Uh, yeah, that happened. And then I had a little bit of an existential crisis this December. So that was great. Um, existential crisis. How? 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 It, How modify this? Well, you know, it, it actually has quite a, it is kind of relevant to momgasm because the existential crisis was about my personal identity, but more so about my sexuality. Mm. Um, I started asking myself some like really very kind of simple, but deep questions. Like the, uh, there was one night I was writing and I said, I wrote in the journal, I said, if someone were to ask me what my sexuality was or to ask me to describe it in like five words or like however many words I wanted, what would those words be? Ooh, I like and that. I drew blank. I was like, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, and that freaked me out. I was like, here I am, a co-host of a podcast about motherhood and sexuality. And I'm thinking about my sexuality and what that means. And I don't really know how to put it into words. And so I started thinking about it a bit more. And there was this other question that came up in a, um, an email that I got from this sexual wellness uh, meditation website. And it said, if your sexuality was a country, what kind of country would it be? Would it be deserted? Would it be barren? Would it be bustling? Would it be, uh, you know, what would it look like? And describe that. So I started writing it down and I was like, I think that it would mostly be like wooded land in a forest, but like no animal life. It's kind of mysterious, kind of like, um, you know, there's, there's just, there's no life there. And then there's like these little micro cities throughout the country that are very, very concentrated and are bustling and really vibrant. But the majority of the country is quite dark. And that made me think, I was like, holy fuck, like there's, I feel that when it comes to my sexuality, it's one of those iceberg metaphors of mm -hmm. I'm on the surface and I'm looking down and I see there's a hell of a lot that I haven't touched on. And some of it is things that I know I need help with. Mm -hmm. And, and so all of these questions have made me realize that for 2020, one of my goals is to see a sex therapist, which I'm like yes. really fucking excited about. I would love to sit down with someone and be like, this is me. This is what's happened in my life. And like most of my trauma and, uh, you know, emotional health and mental health all surrounds my sexuality and how that's impacted me throughout my life, as you know. And so I'd love to sit down with someone with a specialty in sex and, and just have them help me break it down and help me, you know, kind of separate my fears and anxieties when it comes to my sexuality. And when that comes up to have the tools in place to be able to deal with that and to, to know where it's coming from, to identify where the triggers are coming from. Mm. And so 
all of that's happened in the last month and and uh i'm definitely going into 2020 with like a totally new outlook on where i want to be and what i want to get out of myself like what i want to 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 pick from myself and shine a light on look at him burrowing in a blanket he is uh he also gave me a little bit of like mom fuck off let me sleep (laughs) that's awesome that's really cool i love those questions and um right i want to like sit down and do those questions i i already have like a sea of words and things coming to me uh anyway but it's it's interesting i feel like i feel like for for most of us like there there's so much room to kind of relate to that iceberg metaphor where there especially in the culture and day and age that so many of us have grown up in where sex is so synonymous with shame that Mm -hmm. something that many people haven't felt like they can explore or lean into or unpack whether or not they have a history of sexual trauma or yeah absolutely right so it's it's i feel like there's this thing at least for me for sure where it's like motherhood kind of unlocked this whole new realm and this opportunity to dive deeper into uh uncovering my own sexuality and what what i desire and what i don't and and like giving myself room to play in in all of that and to get into the spaces that once didn't feel safe mm-hmm. uh, and it's been it's been really exciting and actually a conversation that Jeff and I had have had um quite a few times where we're we're both kind of in this really cool place where we get to witness that that unraveling process for one another and also have a hand in it with each other which has been really cool mm-hmm. um, and so it's like I'm I'm just excited to keep keep digging deeper and and seeing what comes what comes up absolutely and that's i i you know for all of 2019 i dig i did dig deep into many many things mostly i think pleasure pleasure i dug deep into in uh, of in the aspect of my sexuality but i think what i'm what i'm preparing myself for is to to dig deep into how sexuality is a part of your personal identity mm-hmm. um and and really understanding the scope of sexuality like really breaking it down and thinking about sexual behavior thinking about um arousal you know and boundaries and everything that surrounds sexuality like i just i really want to absolutely dissect it in in terms of myself and be like where where do i where does this how how you know how does this relate to all of me and how does it relate to everything that has happened to me up until this point and where have I neglected these? What, what what things have I neglected, and and where can I begin to bring more intention to them and to and invite them into my life a little bit more? And and so it's it's definitely been, you know, December was is chaotic for numerous reasons because of the holidays. <laughs> but it was 
And then on top of that, yeah, with, with thinking about where I want to be in 2020, it was a lot of that. Like I spent a lot of weeks just kind of quiet, you know, mm. thinking about everything we did this past year the amount of stuff that we achieved in 2019. Like I really took a moment and took a breath and was like, Oh wow. Okay. Cause there were so many times throughout the year we'd be like, we did this. Wow. We did that. Right. But I, I think I really needed to wrap my head around it. And we gave ourselves the chance to do that. Like December was a breather of a month. So funny. I'm like the opposite. December was fucking hell for me. No. Oh, man. Oh, really? man. Oh yeah, I was I was dying. Stopping, I'm not somebody who should stop. <laughs> I was oh man. I the first week was great. The first like great in the sense that I was like, "Oh, okay. Rest. Like rest is rest is good." But I was like, I yeah, like there was just so much that threw me off in the last like 2 weeks leading up to December that I was like, what the, like, what the fuck is going on? What's happening? I don't know. And so it's like, when, when we had decided to take the break, I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then by week, by week two, I was like, oh no, that was not a good idea for me. It was not a good, this is not a good (laughs) plan. And it was like, it just like, I was in this really weird place of Mm. like just angsty and bored and annoyed and where I wasn't able to busy myself. I spent almost all of my time just picking myself apart in like Mm. really shitty low blow kind of ways and I would like find myself just sitting around somewhere and like catch my mental dialogue just like starting to go in on me I'm like what like what is this what the fuck is all of this mm-hmm. like I I don't have an outlet right now I was like I don't I don't I don't I'm not doing anything and when I'm not doing something there's there's like I get in this weird stagnant place where it's, I, I, I know it has like a big part to do with like how I value things. Um, Cause I do value doing, doing, doing something like there's that something. So this is, I kind of caught myself midway and I was like, okay, well, if you're not doing this, what can you do? Mm. And so I, I, uh, had a really great opportunity to guest on optimistically depressed with Ruth. Mm-hmm. Fucking great! If you have not listened to the episode, um, it was really—it was just a really good time. We we sat down and we we like dove headfirst into mortality and <clears throat> uh, snow days, and uh, I kind of shared a little bit about my experience and like the the mental health struggles or ramifications of growing up with. A heart, like a heart condition and growing mm-hmm. up in the medical system and what, what that's been like for me and how I've kind of been unpacking a lot of that trauma recently and really seeing how it's shaped a lot of my patterns and the choices that I make, mm. which, so it was a great conversation, but it wasn't until the point that I started doing things that I was like, oh, okay. I, I feel like a little bit 
a little bit all right here, but there was, it was just like the two weeks of like kids being home and like Jeff being home and in my space and like not having routine at all. Really hard in a way that I anticipated, and I think it's that difference of of almost every other year. With um, no, not even with the exception of last year, because it was no, maybe last. I can't remember last year. Oh no, I was prepping for a retreat last year. So yeah, no, I was I was even working then. So it's like every other year uh, up until this year, like I've always had something to kind mm-hmm. of focus my energy and attention into. And so it was this like, I can't even work to have like the, the routine of something to keep me in mm-hmm. this, this like kind of trucking forward place. And so it was just this like weird limbo of frustration <laughs> for a few weeks. I feel that. There were, I mean, there were definitely like moments of, of joy and like Christmas was lovely, except for the kids getting really sick um mm. Jeff getting sick and and like um but yeah it was just like this process of un- uncomfortable nothingness for, for oh all. yeah but I, I I did win a prize you did I did I won a fucking <gasps> magic wand from oh Venus I remember yeah I remember that so that have was a highlight it? oh I fucking have I I it's funny when when they um when I went to pick it up, I think I picked it up Boxing Day or something, or the day after Boxing Day when they were open. And I was talking to Marshall. I was like, "Merry fucking Christmas to me!" Uh, and I brought it home, and I I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna use this for like my neck and shoulder." And then of course, like curiosity. Oh uh, yeah, got the best of me. And oh yeah, I. <laughs> oh, I. Although, um, I don't think I would ever use it without some sort of barrier. So I like, this was like an over the pants party situation. Wow. <sighs> oh, we got off real quick and it was the low setting. Wow. Oh, man. I mean, I remember how powerful those vibrations were at our live show wow. and we tried it. The, it. That was the most intense one, I think, out of all of them. Wowie. Yeah. yeah. And it- <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Wowie. <laughs> But like, I, I, it's one of those things I don't, I didn't think it was something that I would ever want or reach for as far as like a, a sex toy. I, I, I'm not mad about it. Mm. I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. And she has her place uh, in, in the nightstand for sure. But it's, I, I like that she's like dual purpose where it's like, I gave myself like a full body massage first. And then it was kind of that like, well, I'm feeling real good and loose now. So what happens if I like, whoa! <laughs> Two seconds later. <laughs> What's really funny is the kids were like walking in while I was getting off. Mama just needs a minute. Oh, there we go. So what's funny is like they finally, Jeff finally like corralled them out of the room. I don't know if you've ever seen like, I think it was going around at one point as like the best video of the decade or something where it's like that weatherman or that news reporter where he's like doing a broadcast from his his house and then all of a sudden you see like this older kid oh, yes. in the back room and then politicians the yes the baby in the walker like comes in the room and the mom like frantically is 
flinging into the room trying to corral her kids out it was it was that scenario it was that moment but what's funny is like as soon as he got them out i'm like trying to be quiet and then there was like some audible like oh fuck that's amazing oh fuck it was really i it's one of those moments where like i just i wish i wish there's big brother moments just for just for this like a video content moment but i'd like to i'd like to think that i've given like a good enough visual for people to put that together oh my god so that was a good that was a highlight for me that was a really (laughs) That was the highlight of December, eh? Yeah. That's the highlight of my December. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, shit. But I did, I yeah. did like, in my, like, in, in my moodiness, in my moodiness and, like, figuring <laughs> out um, some of the things that I, I wanted um, for the year, I started to put more intention into, like, my space. So I, mm. I like, started lighting candles and, like, decorating the house with candles all of the time. And I like redid our front entryway and I'm really liking it like just little things and like mm. keeping keeping myself busy and like keeping the space a little bit cleaner or less mm. cluttered which has been I kind of started that before before we kind of went on hiatus for a while and it was it was good like it was good to bring a little bit of fresh energy into the space and I also um started seeing a naturopath nice great so i went for a womb massage with uh dr priya and she she's actually a good friend of mine and it was like a wild experience it was pretty Mm. pretty intense pretty heavy i actually left before i left i was slamming the doors of her office repeatedly to like release some trauma stuff that came up in our session and uh i go back to see her in like two weeks I think and I'm really excited to like keep keep working and doing the things I totally haven't done everything that I'm supposed to so if you're listening to this Priya whoops I'm sorry um but it it's it was a good kind of (laughs) nudge in the right direction Mm. which is is good which is really 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 good it kind of sounds like we've both been um clearing out the uh the gutter um hearing you like say to clear out my gutter <laughs> <laughs> do i have gutters i don't fucking know I'm uh, to my pussy is a gutter at this point which oh, like, that's not the greatest visual please don't call your pussy a gutter for my pussy but i, I mean if you wanna fuck. it is like a pathway <laughs> there you go there you go um, the energy in my puss is just very stagnant and stuck right now. I just need to clear my gutters. <laughs> See, I can make it work. Fuck. So you just sweep my chimney. Does that mean douche? Is that a metaphor for douche? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Please don't douche. Please don't clean your gutter by douching. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Dicks or toys or fingers. Or yeah, or fingers. Yes. Or a cucumber if it's nice and clean might be nice i feel like it would feel delightful oh definitely would i just don't I, know i don't know what what if if or what that would do to your ph balance well you know it's pretty fresh it's a fresh fruit <laughs> is it a fruit or is it a vegetable oh shit oh you shit one of those ones that's like technically a fruit because the seeds are inside of it is that like a tomato where everyone yeah. calls it a fruit but it's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> ain't no 
to bite into tomato like a fucking apple. That's not true. I have seen people do that. Wow. Yeah. Those people are rare. I know. Rare and, and uh, yeah. So I, clearing, I, clearing out uh, the gutters, as you were saying. Yeah, so anyway, back to clearing. Before my mind went into the gutter. <laughs> um, it kind of sounds like we were both doing a little bit of that. And maybe, you know, because <clears throat> you were talking about having those stagnant couple of weeks. And I, uh, I think it was last week I had a little bit of that. And I was like, fuck, like, when are we... Like, I really want to get back on mongasm. Like, I want to do this, that, and the other. And of course, you know, it's still right after Christmas break and you ate all that crap and everyone was just laying around the house and you're still kind of laying around the house. And it's kind of weird because you're kind of back to work, but you're kind of not. So it's just like that weird limbo. Like you said, that weird limbo moment. And I was going a little bit crazy during that. I I wanted to just yell like, get out! Yeah, so... <laughs> Yesterday, actually the last two days, I completely redecorated my house. Nice. Uh, redecorated the dining room, the living room, the basement. I changed art around. I remember Oliver, I, was, I texted him, I think it was yesterday the day before, and told him that I was like doing a bunch of stuff. And he was like, why are you changing the house around? I was like, I honestly feel like I have like a new set of eyes, like a new pair of eyes or like, like, and and what I'm looking at is I'm looking at the house and it feels old and stagnant. Mm. Like I've got to clear the energy. Like um, the house has looked this way for a full year. Now it needs to look differently for the next year because I need to welcome in something new because I just like got rid of a bunch of shit mm. over these last 12 months. Um, and it's funny that you say, you know, you're, you're starting to go to a naturopath. Like, I'm, like I just said, I'm hoping to see the sex therapist. I'm seeing an art therapist for the first time this week because it got rescheduled because of another fucking snowstorm last week. So, snow ruining our fun. Fuck, like seriously. Um, it's been like snowstorms and vertigo has been like just completely debilitating my schedule over the last couple of weeks. But, um, I feel like, yeah, we're both kind of going through this process of like, yeah, clearing the gutter. Like, as much as it was hard to take off December, because it was, like, it was hard to just say, okay, I'm not going to edit anymore. We're not going to record. I'm not going to edit. I'm like, I'm not going to do any of it. Like, there were so many times I would wake up and be like, okay, what am I doing today? And I was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And I'm forcing myself not to do anything because I need to not do anything. I need to let whatever is there under the surface that's been boiling to come up and release it and go into 2020 with that, like with just a fresh fucking start. And I know that like, that's so cliche, start your year up with a fresh start. But it's kind of impossible to do that, to be completely honest. Like maybe on January 1st, you're like, yeah, it's great. Life is great. And then like four hours later, you're like, it's still the same fucking life. What the fuck? <laughs> it's an illusion it's a fucking illusion it's a sham. it is it is yeah. but I think you know for a lot of a lot of reasons um it was good to take off December it was also good on another level of mothering I really appreciated taking the time off and and dedicating it to the boys 
mm. and giving them my full attention. There was no divide. There was no dividing my time. It was just me and the boys. And there was obviously a couple of days where I'm like, oh my God, I'm going insane. <laughs> like I need to get out of the house. But there was also a lot of good moments and a lot of um, uh, realizations that moving into 2020, like I, I, I definitely need to work on how I balance my mom life with my work life and um, the attention that I give to the boys and, and the time that I give to Oliver and, and the, the work that we're putting into our relationship. And uh, so I think December, it was a, it was, it was like a balancing, like I'd had to balance the scales. Like I felt like they were out of balance a little bit and I needed that, that uncomfortable month to put it back into balance. Um, so yeah, um, it, it feels weird, honestly, recording this episode right now. I'm like, are we really, like, is this happening? Like, are we, are we back to work? Like, real? <laughs> and like, because we're not together, it's know, like, it's it, weird. it doesn't really feel real. Like, weird? No, no. no. It's, yeah, so I'll, I'm looking forward to actually like seeing you and, yeah. down and, and being like, okay, we're back. Bitch, we're back. I'm like, oh, let's do this. Let's hit the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, direction. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're crying while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. Like I, yeah, fuck. <laughs> so it was just a weird, like just a weird, it felt like I PMS for a whole month. Oh, that's it was a weird. It was just we. It was weird. I've but I've always like the 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 two weeks the two weeks like of of like the Christmas holiday. Always mm. like every year, I'm always like, it's cute for three days. Yeah, cute for three days, and then I'm like, whoa! It's and I think the other part of it is I also it's recognizing how much the kids need that schedule in their life too because they kind of fall the fuck apart when there's not that routine in their lives which was which is like a little a little graining little grading um but yeah it's it was it's an interesting I, I feel like next year <laughs> I feel like next year I need to give myself like a 20% project to do so that I have that, like, this is, this is the one baby task that you have Mm -hmm. to like keep you in some sort of forward momentum. And this is like totally the areas of me being like, if you're not doing something, you're doing fuck all. (laughs) (laughs) We need direction. We need to keep doing fucking something. Yeah, because it just it it feels like so foreign and strange, um, and I'm sure there's like that added piece of resistance with with doing nothing for long periods of time. Where I had that like six months postpartum where I wanted to be doing things and couldn't, mm. and like it, yeah, so it's just this like, but I I I do know what I want. I do know what I want to do. Mm. I do know what I want to do. Yeah, but. I'm not doing it right now. It's weird. What do I do with that? What do I do with that information? How do I process that? But it's good. It was inter- it was interesting and it's it's um I'm just fucking stoked that we're we're back on the fucking horse. 
Right. And we've got, we've got a lot of stuff planned already. So much stuff, so much stuff, so much stuff. Like, um, if you didn't already know, do not already know, and you don't already yet have tickets. (laughs) That was a weird sentence. Um, (laughs) get yourself some tickets for March 6th, March 6th. We're doing a live show at the Carlton with Ah, podcast summit atlantic podcast summit (laughs) got it you got it (laughs) i was like (laughs) (laughs) i know them also as pop explosion so my brain was like what's the right words um but that's that's super fucking exciting and also like really surreal Mm -hmm. um super surreal because last last time they did the rodeo um and they did their podcast summit we uh, <laughs> were brand fucking new, like three episodes in, I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we put on our uh, jeans and our momgasm shirts and we did the pitch competition and we fucking won. And what's really wild is the pitch competition is being hosted at the Carlton right before our show. So that's going to be really endearing and exciting and strange and surreal and yep. wonderful so yeah i feel like we're we're gonna have like a lots of lots of feels uh, oh man it's gonna be so weird show. right <laughs> it really is and like you know i'll, I'll want to be there to see the pitch competition Same. Same. so yeah okay good so that is going to be really exciting to see everyone and be like, Oh my God. Like, I know exactly how you're feeling. Like I want to go talk to all of them and be like, Oh, I just, I'm so proud of all of you. And this is so awesome. And like, I don't even know you. Oh my God. Maybe we might know some. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stay with the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be really exciting. And like we, we have, um, I mean, you know, it's going to be a fucking riot. It's always a riot when oh yeah, when the two of us hooligans get on the right. stage. Um, oh my god, my dog is twitching. She's sleeping. She's like, oh. um, but yes, yeah, so we have that happening and uh, some other. Oh, you have a you have a friggin' workshop. Yeah, buddy. February eighth. I was gonna say that. Yes. <laughs> Good fucking memory, man. I, it doesn't happen often. That's why I get really excited when it happens. <laughs> yeah, tell them, tell them more about your workshop. So yeah, I'm I'm so fucking excited about the workshop. That was one of the other things about de- December. Like when I um, when I was going through the existential crisis of everything, one of the reason, one of the things that came up was I wanted to do more art like I wanted to teach more art I wanted to empower more women because all year long and every not every meditation but the meditations that were centered around my higher purpose they all they all said empower women trauma work and art and so I thought you know what let's fucking do this I am committing I'm believing in my potential and I went forward and we booked it um, February 8th. I'm going to do reclaiming menstruation. And I'm going to get together with a group of women. And basically, we are going to smash the label of periods being an inconvenience. 
I'm going to teach them about menstrual cycle awareness and the inner seasons map mythology, mythology, methodology by um, Alexandra Pope and Sonny Hugo Wurlitzer. And at the end of it, we're going to have a fun pussy centric creative exercise that I'm really excited about. And it's, it is so important to me on so many different levels to, to teach that workshop um, because so many of us have such a fucking, we don't have a, so many of us don't have a relationship with our period and it is so vital to your physical, mental, emotional, sexual health. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to track it and to get to know it and to get to know that part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to offer you know, this is a, the first step to, to revering, to, to reclaiming, to honoring that part of yourself in such a, an intimate way. And with a group of women who, you know, hopefully will be open to, to sharing and to, to, uh, to learning more about that part of themselves. And I'm so excited to be offering at, uh, Fiend's with Forrest. Forrest is awesome. She's a tarot reader. She's a badass mamacita. She's, she basically is a, just like a badass bitch all around. Mm -hmm. Like she's a one woman show at Fiends Co offering workshops, doing the tarot. She does, um, I know she does a little bit of yoga meditation. I don't know if she's offering it there, but we were talking about it for a future workshop, which I'm really excited about. So yeah, a lot of lot of big big things that I'm I so many things are happening already for 2020 and it's mm. so I another reason why I needed December to like get ready for it to be like okay, let's do this. Let's go full fucking throttle into 2020 and just bring all the goodness, all the abundance. Like come on, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. So yeah, I'm That's excited. Exciting. Yeah, where, can, where can people get tickets? You can get tickets. You can go to my Instagram, Sarah Crest, in my in my bio. Just follow the link, and you can oh, get tickets put, there. We can also put them. We can add it to the bio that's in. There you go. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Pop it in there. Boom. Make it easy for the peeps. Ease for the peeps. Ease for the peeps. Oh, I'm thinking them out of my mouth. I'm like. Say that. Well, it's out there in permanent life forever now. Um, you're welcome, world. That fucking just put it on a shirt. No. Ooh. Um, ease for the peeps. Ease for the peeps. <laughs> Writing that down. <laughs> Quote for the week. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Fuck it out. We also have so much other stuff happening. We are currently in the creative, creative process of bringing together the next retreat, which is happening early April. So mm-hmm. we don't have official details for you as of yet. But if you are in Nova Scotia or would like to come to Nova Scotia for a weekend retreat with yours truly, yes, send us an email at um, momgasmpodcast at gmail.com and we can put your buns on the wait list. Yeah. And then you can get a sweet little email that's like, oh, this is what's happening. Come. I will, I'm going to have to like put a GIF in it somewhere. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh my God, if I can take the video of this and like make this into a GIF, then it might, 
it might happen. Fuck. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, so and like lots of other things that are going on behind the scenes that we so can, much that uh, cannot divulge just yet. Just no. yet, you got to keep it fresh. Keep it. Keep it locked in. Keep listening. <laughs> oh, one thing we should tell you, folks is uh we're 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 coming back uh half speed for a little while oh yeah Probably let them know that yeah good <laughs> good memory there bud i know right i was like what i was like i feel like we're forgetting some vital information <laughs> um so one of the things that we are actively doing right now because we are moms and hustlers and we've realized that we can't keep doing everything for free all the time. Mm. We don't have room to keep doing the other things that bring us the means to do this mm-hmm. in the scale that we would like to do it is we're going to try our hand at going bi-weekly for three to six months and mm-hmm. see, see how things are feeling. So the goal, the goal or the plan is to kind of do bi-weekly for a while and then hopefully do a bonus episode on Patreon for you lovely folks that are like, fuck yes, I love what you're doing. I want more content. I want to support. Oh, it's getting late. But yeah, if you just want to support what we're doing and like, help like, help fund the momentum, help fund the cause. Right. You can, you can get your sweet funds over on Patreon. I think, um, yeah, it'll be interesting how things continue to develop. Eventually, we will still be doing weekly content. I just, we're not entirely sure what that's, how that's going to be uh, divvied up mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Right. Uh, so that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird for, I want to find it weird for a while. Right. I think it's also going to be really, leave a lot of room to, to do some, some cooler shit. We've got a lot of ideas and, you know, the, this time that, that, that space is going to enable us to create some other really epic shit that we've been dreaming up for a whole year. Merch line. Uh, Merch line. <laughs> Cuddling. Yes. <laughs> We are making that happen at our live shows. We want merch and we realize that we, we need to obviously devote some energy to that and time and, and uh, brainstorm brain power and our brain power really goes when we are, you know, producing seven days a week and every week. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it'll be interesting. It'll be, it'll be, I, I think it's going to be fun to kind of see how things continue to develop. But if you're like listening to this and you're like, no, we just had like a month and a bit without you. What are we going to do? Then get your ass on Patreon. Done. (laughs) Solved, solved, solved for you. (laughs) Um, And if not, and you're still wanting more awesomeness, more support, more connection, uh, more community in what we're building here, you can always pop into our Facebook community, the Momgasm Den. There is like 230. No. Yep. Yeah. Really? 36, I think. What? So we got yeah. 230 amazing um, women and folks mm-hmm. who identify as women in that mm-hmm. fucking space. And it's goddamn amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really safe, awesome place where you can kind of either have a sounding board, have a support system, or just have a place to like, hey, look, I look cute as fuck today. Celebrate me with me. Absolutely. <laughs> right? right. Which is really great. And I think we need to uh, 
have more spaces like that in our life. Yeah. You did something really funny the other day where you asked everyone to do like a self selfless brag about something recently that happened or, you know, over the year or whatever. And I thought that was awesome. And a lot of women, like some of it was, you know, based around sexuality and their sex life and other women were talking about relationships. And it was, it was, it was really nice to have for, that was a great idea, you know, to, because as, I, I don't know if this could be said for um, all genders and sexes, but I feel like women, because I'm I'm a I'm a woman. When we try to brag to one another, it it's it's never like it's always like ooh gross, right. like well, shut this, up. So this is why I love. Um, I've talked about it before. I think Julia Wells's group, um, Visible as Fuck, where this is kind of like the majority of what that group is created for is literally to do what you're talking about, to create an environment where women are empowered to brag and support one another. And it's not always just bragging about like the big victorious things, although like there is a lot of that, but it's also like bragging about the hard shit that you're like surviving through or thriving through, or just like barely, barely keeping it going. So it's, it's, exactly that and that's um it's just really nice to have places where you can be in that empowered kind of or not empowered that powerful feminine energy and Mm -hmm. where you don't have to worry about being judged or worry about dimming your light like you're really given that permission to just be bright and shiny and bold in whatever that looks like for you right I, I just had this idea of, of maybe we could make that a ritual in the momgasm den. I'd like maybe on every like that. full moon, we'll get the women to just Ooh. ask, you know, just brag, just brag about yourself. Tell us about yourself. What are you proud of? What are you celebrating this cycle? What, what are you celebrating you, this cycle? There you go. Bam. Could be great. Now, now we're just including y'all on our like planning <laughs> sessions. That's what happens when we haven't seen each other for like a month and a half. Yeah. Let's uh, turn this recording into slash business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 2020, what we doing? (laughs) Give us out your tips and advice. Email us. Oh my God. Oh, one thing. One thing that I do want to add, because it is something that I would love to incorporate more in future episodes, is questions, 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 questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Send in your questions. You can always, always, always email us. momgasmpodcast at gmail.com with questions. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, what are you doing uh, in your sex life? Or what does, does motherhood look like right now? It can be like, Hey, I'm experiencing this or a friend of mine is experiencing this. Um, Any, how, how might you navigate this situation or, or any, any ideas for resources that I could check out? And, and it's not that we're, always going to have an answer or that we're experts in any way. But I know for me, any time that I've been able to have a space where I can ask those questions or get into those interesting conversations or just have somebody else's perspective on something, it helps me kind of defragment my thoughts and give me that kind of fresh energy with something that I might be struggling through or, or existing in, or even just curious about, I love having other people's opinions when they're welcomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like it's right? great. It's exciting. It's fun. So mm-hmm. that's, 
give us your questions. Yeah, I, I would love to do more question episodes, right. Q&As. I love them. Just like pepper that fucking shit in. Oh. Right? There oh. you go. Oh. <laughs> I, some days I really wish you could see me, people. Oh. <laughs> well, this is a recorded video. We could take snippets of this. You just spit water everywhere. <laughs> I just spit taked almost all over all of the equipment. Oh, fuck. Sick. <laughs> Oh God, I'm going to, oh Jesus, that'll be interesting. That'll be fun. I did say I want us to have a YouTube channel at some point. You did. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Um, fuck yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that's, I feel like that's, that's a good sum up of like Sears catalogs and where we've been. Yep. Done. That's the name of this episode. Sears catalogs and where we've been. Or Sears catalogs and what we've been up to. There you go. Sears catalog and 2020 projections. <laughs> um, fuck, fuck. This is this is great. Like I'm 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 excited to be back. I'm excited to. Uh, Me too. Have a little motherfucking direction in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Aries can't be left stranded, people. Jesus. It's so true. It's so true. I'm married to one, and what I've got two Aries. Look, this was me for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh you poor poor thing it was great because anytime i like actively like consciously caught myself doing that i was like if you don't know what to do or if you're just sitting around waiting go do something yeah there you go why why are you waiting you did do a lot of really good photo shoots i've noticed lately i got some good content coming up on Lindsay umla all right jen i well i did i did i did uh some yeah in the last week i've been doing more more stuff. I, mm. I'm, I'm impressed. My last one didn't get taken down. I'm pretty, wow. I'm pretty thrilled. It's still going strong at like 300 people. Fucking a. 20 people have shared it, which is really great. And it's like, yeah, it was good. That was a good, I was like, yeah, yes. a really, really beautiful <laughs> so one. Here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah. Slowly, slowly coming back, slowly coming back, <laughs> rising from the ashes like a phoenix. The phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm, my voice is like slightly lower than usual because I'm like dealing with weird no cold thing. <laughs> you just got the weird voice. Yeah. It's, I like it though. I like the deep voice. I'm not mad about it. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like whip out the. The, almost just called it a magic bullet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the magic wand. Just, oh, I don't want to put a magic bullet to my throat. That would murder me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would murder me. <laughs> um, I'm doing that thing where I'm like, oh, you hang up. No, you hang up. Okay, this is the end. Do your <laughs> do your your uh your sign off and a whole lot of come. Bam. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Momgasm Podcast. If you would like more juicy content like secret episodes, bloopers, maybe some love letters, a little bit of merch, go to Patreon. 
We are pulling out all the stops for our patrons and we can't wait to show you what we've got planned for 2020. If you have any questions for our next Q&A episode, send them to momgasmpodcast at gmail.com. We want your freaky. We want your weird. We want your deep questions. Give it all to us. We will answer everything and anything. And if we don't know the answer, we will find it for you. And please rate and review each episode. We appreciate it so much. And it helps our little podcast do bigger and better things. And don't forget to subscribe either. Now that we're going bi-weekly, we want to make sure that you are getting every new episode. And that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. Mwah.